Hey, this is Sharon Srivatsa, and welcome back to the Business School Podcast. And in this episode, I'm going to talk to you about financial freedom. Now, I am not the financial freedom guy, but I'm going to talk about what I learned over the last five years with my mentors and how I created a framework for it for my life. And I'm going to give you the financial freedom formula. In fact, it is a three-step process for achieving financial freedom a lot sooner than you think. Those awards at the end are the most important. A lot sooner than you think. I'm going to actually break down the exact three-step process for you and what you can do right now so that you can have the money freedom in your life a lot sooner than you think. And it all starts right now. One thing is for certain. Just because it's tried and true doesn't mean it's working right now. So the big question is this, where can you learn what is working right now? The strategies, the tactics, the psychology, and the exact how-to. How to grow your business. How to blow up your personal brand and supercharge your personal growth. That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Sharon Srivatsa, and welcome to Business School. All right, let's get right into it. I want to tell you about this three-step process to achieve financial freedom a lot sooner than you think. And the three big pieces of this puzzle are, number one, uh, defining success. So we always got to define the terms before we actually go after the terms. Number two, the idea of the first domino and how you can knock it down. And number three, I call it the freedom Trident. My friends Russ Morgan and Joey Murray at Wealth Without Wall Street taught me this, and I put it into a format that I want to explain it to you, which actually takes you through how to get more of this as soon as possible. So, uh, gonna break down the financial freedom formula for you uh, in this three-step process. But let me let me tell you how I kind of thought about this. I am just like you. I used to think that only people that have the last name Buffett or Gates or Musk or Rockefeller or Kennedy would be and could be financially free. I used to think that unless you had a few money, you were not financially free. I used to think that it would take forever to be financially free. That is, we have to work our entire lives. We have to be institutionalized and work our entire lives, accumulating and accumulating and accumulating more so that as and when that rainy day comes, we will magically be financially free. And the interesting part about this is culturally, I'll tell you culturally, being of Indian origin, like we don't talk about money. We don't talk about money at all. And because of that, I just never talked about money with anybody. And I just made this my internal narrative until my time on Wall Street when I was helping people manage their investments and helping people buy and sell companies. And I realized that that money is just fuel. It's a tool. And if we don't talk about it, we don't understand it. We only understand what we actually discuss, what we talk about, what we get familiar with, what we get get our arms around, because it starts to stress us out less when we understand it more. I never thought, quote, normal people could do it this early without selling a company for hundreds of millions of dollars. I thought that I am the normal person like that. And if you ever thought any of those things, this is the episode for you. And I'm going to go through this very, very quickly. So I want to break down for you the three uh, step process for achieving financial freedom. Number one, the definition of success. Number two, the first domino. And number three, the freedom 
Trident. All right, so let's get right into it. Let's talk about defining success. What does defining success even mean? Now, I, I could give you like a formula, but if you and I did not have a uh, aligned understanding of what financial freedom meant to you, it may not be the same as what it means to me. And heck, if those definitions, if you don't have one for yourself, if the definition is, I just need more, I just need millions of dollars in the bank, if that is the case, then the, the goal is too vague, too nebulous, and too unclear for us to actually go after it. And what I want to show you, what I want to explain to you, what I want to gift you with is how can we find a very tight definition that not only inspires us, as in gives us something to aspire to, but also makes it logistically convenient for us to get to. Imagine that. Not only is it aspirational, but it's also operational. And that's what this is important. And and for I think financial freedom means different things to different people. So as I'm talking to you about this, like ask yourself, what does financial freedom mean to you? Does it mean just having a lot of money? Does it mean having your children you know, not have to want for anything? Does it mean that after you're gone, everything is taken care of? Does it mean that you have a big boat, a big yacht, a big jet, and a big car? Does it mean that you have F you money? Does it mean that you can you can ride on a, a jet or a yacht and take pictures of it on social media? Does it mean you have tons of the bank and you give a ton away for charity? Does it mean that um, you don't have to do work that you don't enjoy? What does it mean? Does it mean not having debt? Does it mean having a big house? Does it mean so far off that you can't get to? What does it mean? And um, my advisors, Russ and Joey, uh, Russ and Morgan and Joey Murray, explained this concept to me, and they gave me a definition of, of financial freedom, which instantly resonated with me, and it changed the way I look at money and money freedom for myself and my family for forever. And the definition was this. They said that, passive in that financial freedom is when your passive income is greater than your monthly expenses. Say it again. Financial freedom is when you're financially free when your passive income is greater than your monthly expenses. So I'll make it really simple. So let's say your monthly expenses were $10,000 a month using easy numbers, right? If your monthly expenses were $10,000 a month and you had created passive income, and I'll talk about passive income in a second, you had created passive income, which is not income that you had to go to work to earn, right? that you had a way, you had a stream of income that was coming in, which was $10,000 a month, your passive income would be at or greater than your monthly expenses. Now, interestingly, it, everyone will argue that, hey, there's inflation, we have to have it risk-adjusted, all of that. But for fundamental definition purposes, think about this ratio, 100%. 100%, where 100% of your passive income is equal to 100% of your monthly expenses. All right, 100% of your passive income is equal to 100%. If you have that, you can literally, you don't have to be anywhere. There's no time, you have complete time freedom and money freedom because your passive income is greater than your monthly expenses. This brings up two other definitions. Number one, what is passive income? And I had to define this for myself. No one actually talked me through this. And I thought a lot about what is passive income? Is it actually achievable? Can you and I get passive income? Or is it a concept that, it escapes us so that we only know that we have to go to work and we have to do the work and unless we sell stuff, unless we sell houses, unless we sell insurance, unless we sell product, unless we sell coaching, unless we sell consulting, unless we sell whatever, we can't make the money. If you ever feel that way, that is active income, meaning you have to actively go do something to sell something, to build something, to deliver something, to earn something where you are trading something for that money, right? So to me, 
to me, passive income is pre-funded income. I'll say it again. Passive income is pre-funded income, meaning something has to happen for you to get passive income. You can't just wake up one morning and say, oh yeah, uh, Jimmy down the street's going to start to send me $10,000 a month. Like that is never going to happen, right? So we should also not expect that to happen. And how, how I like to define frameworks is I want to know what it is. So defining it is important for me, just like I'm defining what financial freedom is to me. And you can adopt this definition and adjust it in a second. What I'm defining, I'm also defining what passive income is to me. Now, there's nothing in the world that is truly passive, but it can get pretty close. But to me, passive income is pre-funded income, meaning you have to fund your passive income either with some effort or with some resources, right? I'll say it again, either with some effort or with some resources, meaning let's say you're funding passive income with some effort. For example, I'll give you a simple idea. Uh, one of my friends, uh, Nick Corvaces, runs a great CRM platform called ConvertCloud. Uh, you should go check it out. It's convertcloud.com uh, with the K, convertcloud with the K, KK, convertcloud. And he offers a affiliate program for his really robust CRM marketing system, all right? And his affiliate program, I can't remember exactly, it's like 10 or 20% uh, ongoing affiliate because it's a piece of software, meaning if the software costs, I don't know, $200 a month and 20% is $40, if you recommend somebody to go get that piece of software, you get an affiliate commission of $40 a month paid every single month and you don't have to do anything. Think about that for a second. You don't have to build software. You don't have to uh, service the client. You you just have to tell your friend Sharon to go buy that piece of software and then you get paid this affiliate commission. You get paid the marketing bonus. So the effort, the pre-funded income there is you're pre-funding it with your effort. You're taking your effort and you're marketing a piece of software and that piece of software pays you every single month. By the way, I know people, like I am not joking, I know people who make Thirty to forty to fifty thousand dollars a month. Fifty thousand dollars a month, straight up on affiliate recurring revenue affiliate income. Imagine making fifty thousand dollars a month on recurring revenue affiliate income. Maybe paid out by like a convert cloud or a HubSpot or an active campaign or a Go High Level or whatever. There are so many opportunities for that, but it's pre-funded income, meaning you got to do some effort beforehand to actually get that income. Right? There's other things where, like, I have a friend who. Um, hired one of my other friends to work to launch a startup idea and didn't have the money to pay him for the startup idea. So he said, hey, Jimmy, if you work with me to launch the startup idea after the first year, I will pay you $1,000 a month for the next 24 months, right? So this guy worked with him, sent up the software, helped him with his marketing, et cetera. And then this, his after the first year, he started getting $1,000 a month every single month without doing anything because that was ultimately passive. That was a deal he had structured, but he had pre-funded that income. Think about it. He pre-funded it with the effort. Pre-funding it is, is important because he did something to gain that passive income. So we should always be looking for opportunities where we can say, hey, how do I pre-fund this income? Can I do some effort, like a marketing for an affiliate program? Can I actually work on something for free now to get paid on it later? Uh, can I pre-fund, can I work somebody to find a real estate deal so that they can pay me uh, a piece of the rent later? Like I'll, I'll tell you, early, early on in my career, I actually helped uh, a real estate investor find and negotiate a real estate deal. What he did was he told me, hey, Sharon, I can't pay you for this, but um, this rent is so juicy that for the for the time that I own this property, since you brought this deal to me, I'll pay you $100 a month 
every time I get a rent check uh, for your, you know, for you having set this deal up. And he was my friend. And, you know, that was my first feeling of passive income. I literally, he would just PayPal me $100 a month. And I didn't do anything because it was pre-funded income. I want to explain to you that this passive income component is well within our reach. And we just need to know that passive income is pre-funded income. Now, you can pre-fund it with effort, but you can also pre-fund it with money, right? So if you were to invest in one of our multifamily projects at ARC Multifamily Group, what you would do is you would go to arcmf.com and you would you would look at our offerings and look at our funder, the deals that we have right now. And you would say, hey, I put $100,000 into this deal and we deploy and manage the money for you in our fund. And then you start getting passive income as the property starts to do well, as the distributions start to happen, as you get cash flow, you pre-funded the income, you wrote a check. And based on that, you're getting dividends or coupon payments, which is really powerful. Everybody thinks that the only way to make passive income is to write a check. You don't need to do that, but you have to pre-fund it in some way. So defining success is important because I, as I define success, I said, when you're you're financially free when your passive income is greater than your monthly expenses. And we really have to understand and define that. But then what is, we know what monthly expenses is, but we don't know what passive income is, right? And passive income is pre-funded income. So before you continue, and as you're thinking about the, and I talk about part two of this puzzle, is I want you to think about two things here. Thing number one is what is your monthly expenses nut? What is your monthly nut? What What do you need on a monthly basis to run your household and your family in, you know, in, in, without compromising lifestyle, maybe 10 grand, 20 grand, 30 grand, whatever it may be. I'm just making it up. But now, now that you have that number, how much do you have in passive income? Right. And can you start to say, okay, you don't have to do anything else. Just say, okay, I have $0 in passive income and my monthly expenses are $30,000. Great. That means that your current active income job needs to produce at least 30,000 post taxes to allow you to live the lifestyle that you want. Now we know the bogey that we need to hit, right? We need to know that if, as soon as we've hit $30,000 a month, inflation adjusted, we are technically financially free, which is amazing to know. And you don't have to wait the rest of your life to do that, right? So that's number one, defining success. I hope that that definitions were helpful to you because it's really important to define the right terms. But this brings me to my really important second point, which is the first domino. You and I have to understand how to knock down the first domino. And here's like, I'll tell you this. This is the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. I used to think that I had in my lifetime, I had to sacrifice as much as I can to work really hard. And the goal was to accumulate as much as I can so that I had I had enough money at the end when I needed to stop working so I could draw down on that accumulated nut, uh, this base of money, and that's how I would live my, quote, retirement. I thought that the only way to get, quote, financially free was to think about accumulation, right? And But when I met with Russ and Joey, they changed my mindset about, hey, you can if you worked your whole life uh, and you're like a squirrel just accumulating nuts for the winter, how long are you going to do that? Let's change the goal so that you can actually have the option of doing that today and you're working towards something more important. And to do that, and to do that, when I talked to you about in the last part, I said, you know, passive income is greater than monthly expenses. There's two variables, passive income and monthly expenses. And what Russ and Joey taught me was they're like, listen, you can start at zero passive income right now, but I just want you to start tracking your passive income on a monthly basis. And so I pulled out an Excel spreadsheet and I started tracking my passive income on a monthly basis. 
Um, the first, you know, the first month I tracked it, I had a little bit because I had some affiliate income come in, but then I started focusing on it. And since I've been tracking it for the last, you know, kind of two plus years, what, where, what you track, what you measure improves, right? You know that. And, but what you measure and report improves exponentially. I'll say it again. What you measure improves, but what you measure and report improves exponentially. So since I was tracking and reporting this to my money coaches, my advisors, that thing that I was tracking and reporting improved exponentially. So because of that, our family's passive income has completely changed because now I see that number inching up every month. I'm making better decisions about it every month. I'm thinking, how do I get more pre-funded income so I can get more passive? I get obsessed with trying to solve this passive income story because I know that if I can get passive income greater than monthly expenses, I am financially free right now. I don't have to wait for retirement. And then I can use everything else to optimize that. So my action item for you right now is since you already hopefully know your monthly expenses, if you can just start tracking, just go to a spreadsheet, do January, February, March, April, May, June, all the way to December, uh, that's your columns and your rows are just your other, other years. Uh, 2022, 2023, 2024, 2020, and just start putting the numbers of what you're making passive income in those boxes. And you'll start to see, as you track it, you'll start to see that is the first step to making your first domino fall. Because if you don't track it, you have no idea. And you'll, you'll just track it in your head and it's not real because what you measure improves, but what you measure and report improves exponentially. Hey, as you're thinking about this, and as you, if you got to just stop this podcast, take a screenshot, put it on Instagram, tag me, and saying, Sharon, I'm like, I'm going to start tracking my passive income today. Like, I want to see that. Just do that as an accountability system for you because you don't even have to share that number with me. All I want you to do is just start tracking it because that is the main first domino in this financial freedom formula. All right. But here's the last part of the puzzle. The last part of the puzzle, as I, as I told I would share with you, is the freedom trident. The freedom trident. And there's three components that we need to do to really get this freedom trident working in our favor. And let me explain what these three components are. Component number one is passive income, right? Hey, how do I actually re-engineer re my life so that I, there are parts of my life where I get passive income? And if you don't know how to do it, this is the time to learn about it, right? This is the time to learn about it. So that the first thing I think about in, this in the freedom trident is how do I start to learn more about passive income? How do I become more educated about it? We're just not taught anything about it, right? We're just taught like, hey, uh, when you get an opportunity, put it, put more money in your Roth IRA. That's all we're taught. And because of that, we know more about the Roth IRA that, that we can't access until we're 132 million years old. That's the problem. But if since we're not taught about the passive income component, it's our job to go ahead and create an environment where we can learn about it. And that's important. So number one on the freedom trident is financial free, uh, is passive income. Here's number two is, um, is having is tax strategies. The number one, if you live in, if you live in North America, right. Um, and, and sorry, I don't know that the tax code everywhere in the world, but if you live in North America, in Europe, in Australia or New Zealand, at least I, I'm aware of those tax codes. If you live in any of those markets, uh, and geographical locations, the number one drag on wealth creation and financial freedom is how much you pay in taxes. The number one drag. There's nothing more than that. Um, based on like full transparency, we live in the great state of California. California has probably one of the highest tax rates in the world from a state perspective. And on top of that, you add the federal tax component. The Our active income is like... I'd be lucky if I made, you know, 50 cents on the dollar, 
And I actually don't mind it because I love living here. My children have a great life. I understand the cost of living. I understand the liberties that I get. I love, you know, uh, people flee the state for whatever reason, but we've chosen to stay because I like it here. And so I have to pay the taxes. Now, if I, I have to realize that I am business partners with the government, right? People forget that they think taxation is a form, is a chore, is something that they have to pay. How I look at it is that I am business partners with the government. And if you had a business partner, say you and I were business partners, if you had a, if you and I were business partners, we would have a bunch of things written up. We would have a partnership agreement. We would have roles and responsibilities. We would have an agreement such in such that I knew I did what I did and you did what you did, and I you and I would not get resentful. I would know how much you're taking from me and you know how much I'm taking from you or like or or from the company or vice versa. You know the rules, you know how to play it, you know all of it. There's full transparency. And um it, it benefits each of the parties to do better. But here's the crazy part. We are I since ever since I adopted the mindset that I am partners with the government, it changed the way I think about taxes because now it makes me and my partnership agreement is what? If I am partners with the United States government and I pay taxes, my partnership agreement is the United States IRS tax code. That is my partnership agreement. That is the rule book. If I don't understand and read that agreement, I am at fault because the government's holding me accountable to that partnership agreement. And I need to know every single thing about that tax code. I don't want my CPA to, like my CPA has 97 other clients. He or she at some point in time, yeah, is, is, is make, doing my return, is helping me, whatever. But they don't, like, unless I bring an idea to them, they're not going to be able to help me. It is my responsibility to read my partnership agreement, which is the IRS tax code. I need to know it inside out. I'm not asking you to evade taxes. I'm just asking you to have full awareness on what the IRS tax code is, what the tax code is, is in your country. The, your partnership agreement with the with the government that you live in is the tax code document. And we need to know every single thing about it. I need to know exactly how many, what what my withholdings are? I need to know what my uh, deductions that I get. I need to know how my um, you know what the what the Augusta rule is. I need to know how much depreciation I can take. I need to know what is the difference between active and passive. I need to know how much I you know whether depreciation is against my active income or passive income. I need to know how many loss carry forwards I have. I need to know how long I can take those loss carry forwards. I need to know I need to know all of these things. In fact, I. Like I, you may think this is crazy, but I read the United States tax code. Why? Because that is my partnership agreement with the United States government. If I don't read that, the, I am I, I, I am being irresponsible, not just for myself, but also for my family for years to come because that is the biggest drain and, and drag on wealth creation. You have, you and I have to take responsibility for this, right? And when, when that clicked for me, that's when I realized that no one's going to read the tax code for me. I have to. Because then it allows me to figure out what I know and what I don't know and ask much better questions. Three parts of the uh, freedom tried it. Number one, understanding and learning about passive income. Number two, uh, tax strategies, tax being the biggest drag on wealth creation. And additionally, us being partners with the U.S. government. And number three, building a financial infrastructure. What does building financial infrastructure mean? And I want to, if you are not paying attention, please pay attention right now. Building financial infrastructure is knowing where our monies flow. Uh, yes, it's trust and estate planning and all of that, but I just fundamentally knowing how our monies flow is really important. Most people do what I call the one account money management system. They have one checking account for their family. All the money comes in, they pay expenses, whatever's left over is left over. If not left over, they put on the credit card, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. 
That's why we don't have any idea of what we can save, what we can invest, all of that. We don't even know what our what's in our 401k and IRA. Let's not even go there. We don't know what's in our, what with our financial advisor. We A lot of it is out of sight, out of mind. We just like, oh, cool, I got a little extra Christmas bonus, so let me buy $500 of Bitcoin. Like we, That's how we run our lives. In fact, what we need to do is to create a much better accounting management so account man account money flow system. So if you don't do anything else, just do this, right? And and I'm talking to the to folks that are just starting out who have this one account money management. If you have a one account money management system, please do this. Money comes into one account, right? From that account, that is the quarterback. From that account, you know what your monthly expenses are. So say ten thousand dollars came into your account. And say your monthly expenses are $7,000, you move $7,000 into your expenses account, and then you move $3,000 into your investments account. So there's three accounts total, a quarterback where all the money comes in, you shuttle money for all your monthly expenses to your expenses account, and you shuttle the remainder into your investments account. That way you at least know how you have discipline around managing it. That's a simple three account process. That way, even if you have to give out your money, your your main quarterback account uh, number for taxes or uh, debit and withdrawals and things like that. You're only giving out the main account and you're not giving out your other accounts. It's just that's that two layer money management is really powerful where it keeps your accounts protected and you don't have to give away, give, give, a, give out like all your account numbers, which no one needs to know by you, right? That's basic. But here's what I learned. Another thing, another thing that Russ and Joey taught me. It is not about having cash, having cash sitting. I know a lot of people that have hundreds of thousands of dollars, like millions of dollars sitting in cash in their Bank of America or Chase checking accounts. And we call that lazy cash. Cash is not doing any work for you. We're doing it because we have this mindset that we sleep better at night when we have act, when we have cash. But what we have to understand is that financial infrastructure is not about having cash. It's about having access to cash. Your job is not to just have cash sitting around. Your job is to have access to cash. You're you don't. It, that's like saying, "Oh, um, you know, I have a I have a coach." Yes, you know, I, I have a great coach, right? But my coach is not sitting outside my house all the time, waiting for me to have a coaching conversation. I have access to my coach that I can text, call, whatever, anytime that I want. Our job is to understand the resources that we have, a coach or cash, and have access to them. Access to cash is significantly more powerful than cash itself because now you get to deploy cash in the best possible way for you. That's why understanding money flows is so important. Um, and the reason, and I always ask myself, like, hey, am I, do I have this $500,000 sitting in this account because it just makes me feel better about myself? And why has it been there for the last 14 years and I've never done anything with it, right? It's not about the cash. It's about the access to cash. That's what I wanted to explain to you, the financial freedom trident is passive income, tax strategies, and uh, financial infrastructure. When you can get those three working in synchronous orbit, things get really good. Now, uh, it, it this is actually the entire framework as to how we built uh, this amazing mastermind called the Passive Income Mastermind. If you're interested, just go to the passiveincomemastermind.com or uh, DM me the word passive, and I'm sure my team will pick it up and send you all the details that you need. But the here's the entire idea. It is you is utilizing it's it's the entire mission of the mastermind is to build a is to help you build two hundred percent of your passive income greater than your monthly expenses. So if your passive income was if your monthly expenses were ten thousand dollars a month, the goal of the mastermind is to help you create 
200% passive income, meaning we want to get you to 20,000 a month in passive income so that you're not just financially free, but you're financially abundant. You have 200% of your monthly expenses in passive income, which means you're not just financially free, but you're financially abundant. If you're interested in, in how we do that uh, and use, utilizing our Freedom Trident, go to the passiveincomemastermind.com. Hopefully that's helpful to you. All right, so let me recap really quickly. Three big things for you to think about. Number one, financial freedom is defined, at least in our world, where your passive income is greater than your monthly expenses. Don't keep thinking about just accumulation because you're going to accumulate forever and the day will never come. Number two, the first domino. The most important thing in the first domino is you just start tracking. If you start tracking your passive income, that'll start to give you something good to focus on because what you measure improves and what you measure and report improves exponentially. And number three, you got to join a tribe. You got to join a tribe because the more you get to talk about money and money freedom and what you're going to do with passive income and monthly expenses, how you're stressed about it, what limiting beliefs you have around it, the more you'll see other people who have broken through those barriers and can create insane life changes for you. When you have that, that's when you create insane results for yourself. That's why you need to join a tribe. I want to tell you this. Transformations do not happen in isolation. Money transformation, money transformations definitely do not happen in isolation. So um, I wish, I really do wish that someone had taught me this 20 years ago. And and just think of this as my my gift to you. So uh, just if I can give you more information on this, DM me the word passive. But all I'm going to ask you to do is this. Please take a screenshot of this episode, share it so that other people can understand that there is a different way to think about financial freedom. There is actually a proven formula to get there. And hopefully these steps allow you to get there so, so, so much faster. This was a three-step process to achieving financial freedom a lot sooner than you think. Please take a screenshot and share this. I want other people to listen to it as well. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this one and uh, I'll catch you on the next one. Hey, Sharon, I have a cool gift for you. Since you like this podcast, I actually have an ultra super secret private podcast that I make just for my partner companies and the CEOs and influencers that I advise. It's called 10K Wisdom because I try to wrap $10,000 worth of value in every single episode in just under 10 minutes. That's why it's called 10K Wisdom. It's raw, it's real, it's got no intro or outro or anything like that. It's just straight to the point and to the insights. Since you like this podcast, I think you will like that. So for the first time, I'm making it available to you. Just go to 10kwisdom.com, the number 10kwisdom.com, and my team will activate it for you as my gift. Go to 10kwisdom.com. I'll see you there.